Guten Tag, lads and lasses, and welcome back to the Soccer Talk Lads podcast. With the soccer season kicking off around Europe and across the globe, we're ready to dive back in and discuss why Liverpool are falling out of the sky, why Tottenham will never lose again, and whether the unbeatable reign of Manchester City will ever come to an end. Plus, we'll take a look at some recent St. Louis City SC news, including the season ticket holders tour, which was joined by our dear guest host, Dear Father. That's all ahead, and it's a lot to cover, so let's kick off. everyone it is the soccer talk lads or stl podcast and much like a former nxt employee who has been fired in the last 18 months we're back whether you want us to be or not that's right justin uh we didn't quite stick to schedule i think maybe we missed a week um but we you know we're doing three weeks two weeks you know who's counting right it's the summer yeah exactly we we always Um, track but, we're getting better. Uh, we're getting better. We're here. How are you doing over on? It's I good. I mean, part of the part of the delay was I had to travel to Barcelona to uh, smuggle some drugs into Frankie De Jong's locker to get him out First. of his Barcelona contract. So yeah. that was part of the holdup. I thought you were going to say personally bail out the ownership. <laughs> yeah. there, but, also, you know, whatever. I had to pull another lever. I'm one of the levers, actually. There are so many levers <laughs> that uh, that organization should be stricken from the earth. I think that so, I think we've reached the point where they should just be like canceled as a soccer team. Well, they're the suing themselves now, which like I think that's just a parody of itself at that point. Who doesn't do that? To be <laughs> honest, I mean, I sue myself. I'm, sh- I'm sure you sued yourself. You all know, we all sue ourselves, especially when I sign midfielders to contracts that I later can't pay for. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> that's what we all do we all do it so well, every you know. single one of us who among us yeah exactly so i don't really understand what the holdup is personally or what your <laughs> issue is um yeah so uh barcelona is a hot mess the premier league table is already a hot mess and by that i simply mean that uh liverpool is not at the top of it um we kicked off premier league action last was it friday yeah. With Arsenal looking dominant against Crystal Palace. Uh, prayers up for Wolf Zaha, who has mm. to spend another year in that godforsaken hellhole. You know I what? I go, go ahead, Stephen. But my okay. mind blowing realization is that Wolf Zaha is only 27. Yeah. It's How is that possible? <laughs> I have a friend who is like adopting soccer as a sport this year, and particularly the Premier League. And he's decided that his teams are going to be Crystal Palace and Nottingham Forest. We did like to. And I just, yeah, and it's like, he's, he'll keep texting me and be like, oh, it doesn't look good. And I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna. At no point. <laughs> it's like, yeah. at no point this year will you enjoy soccer if that's the road you decide to go down. I don't think if I was coming into the sport, I'd pick either of those teams. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, thing, the weird thing about it is, like, I told him, like, if you want to root for like a plucky underdog, do like Leeds or somebody. Oh, yeah. who Leeds might is at the least team. Be, if I was coming into it as a new fun. fan, especially also, after watching that game this weekend, like I'm a Leeds fan if I'm coming oh, into it. And he's also talked about Brighton, which do respect, like they're at <laughs> least like a pluckier 
you know, they've got a little bit of, of something, a little bit of oomph there. And Graham Potter is a good system. Like that could be something. You know, there's just a lot of options that aren't <laughs> not, Nottingham Forest and um, Crystal Palace. You, you know, know, man, you know, I'm not shaming you. You're going to go through a lot of pain, though, for a while and probably will mm-hmm. never see any uh, anything good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Crystal Palace might make Europe at some point. So is <laughs> Arsenal good? Um or are they just playing Crystal Palace? That's my first question for you. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were good. Like, and like I thought they were good behind Gabriel Jesus and Zinchenko, who are both Man City cast off. So I think it goes back to that discussion we had last year of could a Man City team of Man City cast offs, could a team of Man City cast offs make Europe? And I think the answer is definitively yes after this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arsenal's trying to prove that single. They, they really are. But yeah, I thought they looked good. Um, like obviously Crystal Palace have their issues of where it's like solely Wilf Zaha, but outside of mm-hmm. that, like I thought they dominated the game pretty much. Yeah, um, they definitely look good. I mean, I'm I'm gonna reserve judgment a little bit until I see them play not Crystal Palace. <laughs> but um, you know, I think since Liverpool yeah. is gonna be relegated. There definitely is a spot right, in right. the top four for potential new European team. You know? And like, so. yeah, don't get twisted. That defense is still a hot mess. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, once they face somebody with more attacking mm. uh, oomph, uh, they might have a little bit of trouble. So we'll go ahead and rip the bandaid off and talk about Liverpool Here we drawing <laughs> two to two to Fulham. Um, I mean, I'm not. I'm I'm mad that I woke up early. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to you know because 7 30 i was going to say 7 30 is earlier here than it is there the exact opposite is true so at least i woke up an hour later in jacksonville than i would have in st louis but um like on the sunny side yeah i mean it's it's i feel i feel mixed emotions because like a liverpool didn't look like the better team in the first half looked like the far better team in the second half both of the fulham goals came with some controversy, which isn't me trying to discredit them because I don't think that's fair or reasonable. But, you know, the first one, there was the arguable foul on or pretty not even really all that arguable foul on uh, Henderson up the field before the goal, you mm. know, when possession turned over that, you know, obviously would have stopped the attack and given Liverpool the ball on the second one, you know, pretty, pretty suspect, fairly weak penalty call. But um, they got the opportunities and they took advantage of them and Liverpool couldn't find a way to score three goals. Uh, I'm not like freaking out yet. Obviously didn't, didn't Man City just start with a straight up loss last year? Um, I believe so. Yeah. So, you know, you can, you can have those moments and slips along the way. Um, I don't think Man City this year is going to be perfect. And if they are, then they're, already gonna win the championship congrats you know, so. to man city on your championship um but like i'm not gonna sit here and say i loved what i saw from liverpool i'm a little dis- i'm a little worried about um i'm a little worried about the defense not really the defense i mean i think it's gonna be fine but they're you know Al- trent is not a good good defender he's still one of the best right backs in the league which yeah make that even uh, more insane that first Mitrovic goal where he just like rises up and Trent doesn't even really like make an effort yeah <laughs> it's kind of rough yeah not great <laughs> um but you know if he ever figures that part out yeah. oh my god 
but um yeah i mean i i, I don't know i'm not gonna panic too much I think like here. yeah i think you can justify it as like you, they had a striker who's just really in form and played really well and then you can also like add the xg liverpool outplayed them xg wise 2.34 to 1.27 so like yeah from like a a process standpoint like for all intents and purposes they outplayed fulham but you're just going to have those games i think it's a tough league yeah yeah definitely agree um moving on to tottenham uh they bested southampton four to one um are they good or is southampton bad you tell me justin <laughs> i like how that's that's our questions this week yeah <laughs> uh, i think southampton bad i think that's what i'm gonna go with uh Oh man, I haven't looked at the XG yet, but so Tottenham had 1.62 XG. They scored four goals on typically not great. Uh, not ideal. Not yeah. ideal. I think Southampton are bad. I think they're going to be in a tough spot. I know we talked about this in our preseason review, but like James Ward Prowse was kind of like their only shining star of that game, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it never looked like it was in doubt for Tottenham at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, first of all, due respect always to James Ward-Prowse. Right. I mean, that's a given. <laughs> that's a given. Um, I would say the centerpiece of my fantasy dynasty. Uh, but with that said, Southampton's pretty pretty terrible. And um, I'm not going to sit here and crown Tottenham uh, before, you know, in the immortal words of Dennis Green, if you want to crown them, and crown their ass but they were who we thought they were you know so yeah, that's good. <laughs> um i just feel like tottenham has to you know it's kind of the same as arsenal like show me something against a, a team we know is very good yeah it doesn't I don't even think... have to be it doesn't even have to be like a, a liverpool man city chelsea situation but like even if you go out and you you really beat um you know I don't know. He's even a good example, but like West Ham or, or whoever, like a team that is upper tier, upper yeah. half for a sure. Then, of sort. Yeah. Yeah. Then, um, then I'll, I'll believe a little more, but we'll yeah. see, you know, and they play, they play Chelsea on their own next week. So like, yeah, that's a, that's a real quick, uh, proving ground right there. Yeah. Agreed. Um, they, we've got some good friends who are Tottenham fans, you know, so, uh, yeah, a co-host of this podcast who I think is still alive, but you'll have to do we confirm that. Do we have a co-host of this podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, Ian. Do you remember Ian? He, he no, comes on. Who's now. that? Ian Pierce. Uh, you host a hockey podcast with him, also, if that helps. Oh, hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that guy. That, that Ian. That that Ian. Yeah, I don't like that guy, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> too mean. Too probably too mean. Um. Also a Tottenham fan, big time. He watched yeah. a game this weekend. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, he did. He watched that Tottenham <laughs> game. I'm very proud of him as well. But he wasn't man enough to show up on the podcast mm. and talk about it. I swear sometime he's going to rejoin us. Yeah, you know? really just scared um, of how bad we're going to rhythm. It's awkward, too, because our entire listener base is his immediate family. So, like, it's <laughs> kind of strange that right. he won't show up and, and talk to them. They just want to hear your voice for once again. I mean, I know you won't return their calls, um, but 
uh, is their Doug only way of contact. We know that Doug Peters misses you again. Um, Leeds looked uh, pretty good in their game uh, against Wolves. Uh, as we mentioned, Jesse Marsh, the American, um, is, uh, you know, leading, no pun intended, that team uh-huh. Uh-huh. to the promised land. Um, and then he had uh, a fight with Bruno Lodge afterwards. Um, there are some Americans on leads as well, including Brendan Aronson, who I believe scored the game-winning goal. Um, talk to us about the whole milieu of leads, yeah. Justin. I'm a little bit disappointed that the Aaron single is actually ruled an own goal, but like oh, he was, he was there. I don't like know? that. I don't like that either. I thought he like watching it. I thought his foot got there. So like, that's in my head canon. I think that yeah. scored that goal. I agree. <laughs> but yeah, I thought Brendan Aronson looked really good. And like when we are talking about, you know, coming into leads who are trying to move their way up the table, like that's a lot of pressure on you to come in and just start in the midfield and have a game like that. So that's like such incredibly promising when you think of Brendan Aronson and like his future of the U.S. too. Like that's, mm-hmm. that makes our midfield picture a lot more interesting. Yeah. I agree. Um, I just have to really quickly interject because I couldn't help myself. Uh, I love looking up European studies. I'm going to plop this down in the note. All right, let's Uh, let's check this out. Because anytime you look one up, this is Leeds, as you might have guessed. There's always like uh, the center of town is full of like gothic cathedrals with like the grime of a thousand lifetimes on them like like that central building in this photo it was clearly there during the industrial revolution like we're looking at the industrial they haven't revolution. they haven't cleaned it since. and they have not found a power washer at least <laughs> since but then like the background wow. is just like clayton missouri you know <laughs> like some some mid-size not very impressive but like the thing about thinks it's full of itself sort of town while we're while we're on this topic the thing yeah. about england that i don't understand is how like the manchester like united city and like liverpool players all live in like the same like neighborhood like outside uh-huh. of Leeds, i think like that makes no sense to me how are these places so close together yeah they, oh, they all the live point. outside of weeds yeah like one there's like one community that like all the popular footballers live in it's like it's yeah i think it's like just outside of leeds yeah i mean the whole city's a, the whole city the whole country is not that you know far apart it just breaks my brain as, I don't, uh, as someone who has to drive three hours from one city to the next it breaks my brain <laughs> yeah i uh always felt i felt that way when i did a, a couple years ago this is nerdy but i did a um a trip around some civil war battlefields cheshire england is where they which i think is outside leeds pretty sure oh cheshire yeah who doesn't know about cheshire who who doesn't oh it's Um, like it's like in between liverpool manchester like directly in between oh okay that makes sense sense, i suppose even liverpool manchester like so close i don't i hate i hate this country (laughs) um but yeah like i took that civil war battlefield trip and it's like I mean, you should intrinsically know that they were um, troops of like thousands and thousands of men walking everywhere. But when yeah. you drive the, between those battlefields, you're like, Gettysburg is like six minutes from Appomattox Courthouse. That's obviously a bit of an exaggeration, but you know, it's I mean, like they're a, all pretty, pretty close. Six together. months to walk there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know what? As we go through, I'm going to continue posting pictures of the various cities that we talked about. Please, I stand. feel like that'll be a fun. You know, I always like adding a visual element to our podcasts that our listeners truly can't yeah. access or or understand in any way. So why don't you talk to me about Newcastle and Nottingham Forest? Yeah, in, in one second, because I'm just realizing that Bolton, Wigan, and Northwich, not being confused with Norwich, are like right. In between Liverpool and Manchester. Well, I don't understand the city. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be looking at maps of England the rest of the night. Yeah. So tell us about this game, Justin. Let's do it. Uh, which game are we talking about again? Are we talking about Newcastle, Nottingham Forest? <laughs> Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle, Nottingham Forest. Uh, which I had to watch. So you should feel bad for me. I do. Uh, Nottingham Forest had 0.24 XG. Do you feel like that is a good representation of how they like this game? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, actually, I think it's too generous, to be perfectly honest. With two you. nothing Newcastle, completely deserved. Good on you. <laughs> yeah, but do, give um, us a give us a deeper analysis, Justin. This is, you can't. You got to give us more than this that. This is right? dire. When you look at their XG, like one of their chances came from like three quarters of the way out and then everything else is like a 0.02 xd chance a 0.02 a block shot a miss shot a miss shot oh that's not good yeah they got completely overwhelmed by newcastle who i don't think is very good to begin with that's like i think true. newcastle's like a maybe upper mid-table team mm-hmm. yeah for sure at most um Justin, in the doc, I posted a photo of newcastle and nottingham and i would like you to tell me which city is which I would say Nottingham's on the right because that looks more foresty. That's you're correct. Okay. Good deductive reasoning. <laughs> Great deductive reasoning. Your uh your I don't know, something teacher would be very proud of yeah, you. Yeah. Uh all of my Nottingham geographic location knowledge is from books. Uh mm -hmm. you know, talking about the sheriff of Nottingham, and whatnot. Peter I Peter. love books. Well, actually, the first, the very first, uh, if you look up Nottingham, the very first image is a Robin Hood statue. Nice. I'm surprising okay. myself. So yeah, I've read a lot of um, Robin Hood books in my day. Yeah, rob from the rich, give to the, you know, Saudi yeah. Emirates, just like the Premier League would do. Right. And as rob we know, from the Russian oil barons, give to the Saudi oil barons. You know, it's the Premier League way. All ethics um, that we completely endorse on this podcast. That's right. I would say we're big fans of both Gazprom and uh, OPEC, you know? Yeah, I would, I would say, say so. I would say <laughs> our uninhibited endorsement for both brands. Right. I bought the Shaka uh, jersey and I demanded they put the Gazprom logo on. That's, <laughs> that's right. You throw a fit. You walked into wherever Shaka is and you said, I demand this logo now. Um, Chelsea beat Everton. Uh, it was a one to nothing game that probably didn't reflect the actual result here or the you know the yeah the, the the whatever you know the words i'm talking about um they're both you know defensive teams everton is is as boring as drawing paint and couldn't score a goal if they tried they sold richarlison this year um almost guaranteeing that they'll yeah. be relegated i feel like i was um, I, I wrote the preview to this game and i'm like i was going through it I don't know who scores for Everton like at all. Like, do they yeah. even score a goal this year? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know who would have been a good pickup for them in the summer transfer window? Is that Steven? Richarlison, I feel yeah. like would have been a the, great he'd, guy he'd for them. Fit in really well with that team. Yeah, he would have been a good, a good attacking <laughs> asset for them to have. Um, but alas, I do couldn't... like 
so I was looking at, I do like some of the moves Everton made with that Rich Arlson money to reinforce their midfield. But again, mm-hmm. like you can reinforce your midfield all you want, but if you don't have a striker, that's a bit of a problem. I think they're in that uh, just uh, be 16th sort yeah. of phase right yeah. now. You know? <laughs> don't be relegated. Live to fight don't another day. Exactly. Live to make another summer transfer window. um united uh why don't you talk to us about united because you're the united guy yeah this is rough and like yeah so especially when you consider all right let me take you through my day steven i woke up early made a pot of coffee because it's early did i mention that i got up early for this one and there are a lot of you know good feelings eric ten hod coming in like i talked about in the last podcast i was actually optimistic about man united team for once and then i saw the starting lineup drop i saw that mctominay and fred were starting uh, i saw that you know harry Maguire and luke shaw and delo were starting it was i don't know like not the greatest lineup but i also don't know what changes you can make outside of like because the problem was is that Christian Eriksen had to start in the false nine because you don't have any striking options because Ronaldo sat out all of preseason and Martial's hurt. So like you had to play a false nine, which doesn't help because Christian Eriksen's not necessarily like well suited for that. Justin, um, was the last time Anthony Martial played for Manchester <laughs> United like 2016? I don't know. He's always got something going on. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think he can be so good if, like in this system but yeah uh-huh. i don't know how bad like i don't think this injury was major but it always seems like he has something nagging yeah and so the game starts united had like a good first 10 minutes and after that brighton just like had total control of the ball throughout that first half and mm-hmm. like they scored the first goal they scored the second goal you go into the half down to nothing at home to brighton you're getting booed off the pitch and they come out in the first, in the second half, not making any adjustments right away. Like Ronaldo takes like 20 minutes to get ready to get into the game. And after he comes in like the 60th minute, Christian Eriksen drops back to the midfield, like in more of that, like number eight, number 10 role. And I think he's really good for that. And he was much more defensively sound than Fred was, who he replaced and was it like actually making runs back that neither McTominay or Fred were doing. So there were some positives to maybe take away if you look at that second half, the last 30 minutes, and you see that like United started to get more of the ball, started to make more of an attempt to get forward. But like an old Manchester United would have equalized that game. And I just think there are so many problems here that like it's going to take probably until the winter transfer window. Like assuming that the Frankie de Young saga doesn't ever resolve itself. And then they've been rumored with, like just no one that's going to make any sort of difference to this team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, on the bright side, have you considered that um, Paul Pogba is gone? I have considered that. Yes. It's like, and that's the thing too. Like you lose Pogba who we talked about at length last season. He like was uninspired, like clearly didn't want to be here. But then you also like the signings you make are all Christian Erickson, who I love. But he is like a pretty low risk signing because, you know, no one is really is a free agent, not really on huge salary demands because everyone's still kind of apprehensive about, you know, bringing him in just because of his health background. And then, like, it's also apparently a locker room that's just completely in tatters. So, 
yeah, Ten Hag's got some work, some work to do, which I, I have a lot of faith in him. And I think you could see like some of his system trademarks like starting to come through, but like, it just feels like someday they're going to write a book about this front office of the last 10 years. And it's going to be very interesting to read. And Justin Hornicker will write right. that Written book. by me. Yes. There's indeed. a uh, fan protest going on that they're trying to protest the game against Liverpool and trying to like have an empty ultra effort. So it'll be interesting to see if that makes any headway. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Brentford and Leicester. Tell us about them. Uh, there are two teams. Yeah. Okay. And now moving <laughs> on. Um, no. Lori Telemans is incredible that's why i took away from this game like uh-huh. he made some pinging like diagonal passes that just like were right on the foot of the lester attackers and uh-huh. like him he was a stand-up it was like a really middling game and then he had stand-up performances from telemans and like ivan tony for uh, god i love ivan tony like he's I just, love him so much yeah. i want him i want him on <laughs> liverpool so badly and he never will be but i want him uh which of these two cities is this justin <laughs> for those who can't see at home this is literally the least distinct city i've ever is that like saint charles (laughs) i mean it's not even saint charles because it's like row housing but it looks like the saint charles of row housing this is leicester um which i should have guessed because brentford's in london right so yeah but that um, looks very lestery yeah uh less being the operative word um as mjf would say it's very mid and people know. live there people just That's choose to well, live there well i don't know about shoes <laughs> i think born and are in an inescapable cycle yeah. probably is a better fit you know I get that i understand um that. manchester city destroyed west ham mm. what do you say there they're yeah. a much better team they uh smothered them defensively and offensively it's um, quite a sexy yeah <laughs> And uh, you asked if there were any change to our predictions after week one. I mean, other than Liverpool being relegated. I right. Other so. than that, other than Liverpool uh, and Manchester United both being relegated, I don't know if there's any. Yeah. I mean, the odds of that seem slim coming <laughs> in. So, I, you know, given that. But... Do you change your prediction about Fulham being relegated? Um, yes. I think I did see enough from them that I felt like. Um, you know, they're actually going to be a bit nasty this year. Just, just, I don't think they'll probably get a lot of wins, um, but I think they've got enough not to be mm. relegated, you know? Yeah. I think uh, Erling Haaland will probably score more goals than we predicted originally, so that'll be fun to yeah. see. Um, he doesn't <laughs> play for Fulham, though. I think no. you should know that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, this would be think... a much different story. I think I think Darwin looks really good uh, on Liverpool. He fits right in. Um, it's going to be really interesting as the season progresses to see how they kind of mix and match that mm. front three uh, at different times. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think we know pretty much what we knew, and we just have to adjust. Um, but where we just have to, you know, watch the season play out and adjust right. accordingly. Yeah. Um, Moving on to the MOS, we talked about the table last time, so I won't get too deep into it. Montreal and their butthole flag are three, still in third place. Um, that is, I mean, that is literally the butthole hey, flag. They're, they're rebranding again. Don't worry, Stephen. Well, I know. Well, we all know. Everybody knows. Not even we would know even if we didn't know. You know, um, FC Cincinnati uh, are 
in sixth place, but uh, oh, what's this? Four losses or of the last four games, three yeah, draws and a loss. The wheels, the wheels have fallen off a bit for falling off. Inside, I believe. <laughs> woken up, they realized they were in Cincinnati and mm. they stopped trying. Um, you gotta love, uh, you gotta love a league where Cincinnati um and chicago can both be in playoff spots with a minus three goal differential mm. and the revolution can be in 10th with a plus one goal differential. yeah chicago's um, an interesting team to me because they're like so trash at the beginning of the year and like all of a sudden like i think it's like it took shakiri a bit to like really warm up uh-huh and like he's been looking really really like he fits in this league and fits on this team like he's been kind of and, an underrated performer because of like his bad start. Shakira, you're referring of course to the power cube right power cube and i think everyone yeah. like saw his bad start and it's just like okay so he's just toast and like he's actually been pretty good recently so never I ever write <laughs> off Shakiri. that man more than anyone i've ever watched play soccer has an ability to like spend 70 minutes looking like the worst soccer player you've ever seen oh, yeah. in your entire life and then just find some bit of class Steven, i almost that, sent like, like the pictures of him playing in charlotte it looks like he was just melting on the field he, <laughs> like i don't think he's ever sweated that much in his life yeah probably not <laughs> no um he's never i mean he's never encountered heat before if the man is definitely not humidity that's for sure yeah um but uh yeah i mean i really i love i still love shakiri so um if i didn't have to hate chicago chicago mm. for legal reasons i might get right. a, a chicago shakiri jersey also chicago shakiri is fun to say mm. you yeah. know what he should marry shakira and then it can be a whole thing but and pk um, might have a word to say about that but and she's used to footballers so that's right yes there's something so, there. <laughs> and i think pk and shakiri equally handsome um you know equally dashing men so yeah shakiri no less tax implications also so that's that's a plus almost a given more <laughs> political um you know unrest but right. fewer tax implications right yeah uh lafc gareth bale uh has arrived they've won four, five in a row things look pretty yeah, they look, good they look really good uh but los angeles galaxy on the other hand um are all the way down to ninth and have lost uh four of their last five yeah the galaxy are interesting to me because like they should be better but when you watch them play you're like no they shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah on, yeah, on paper agree. they should be but when you watch them play like there's this thing is just so disjointed yeah um we didn't talk about dc united with a minus 19 goal differential um <laughs> Oof, that's rough. <laughs> Not to be outdone, though. Sporting KC minus twenty-one. Yeah, and like uh, DC Wayne Rooney coming in, like new coach, they'll probably get a bump. Sporting like are definitely going to be the last place team. Like, and that's what happens when both like two of your DPS are out for the season, right? And you're just forced to pretty, live with that. That's but, pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is no pro rel in uh, MOS, <laughs> much to the chagrin of literally every other. Uh, um you know fifa league in the world um but if there were we'd be looking at sporting kc and, and dc united going out down who would be coming up from the usl though let's take a look oh i want to say sacramento and like birmingham <laughs> why would you know these things just offhand is that true are they is... um oh wait uh, league one is like below that right i yeah, want the super yeah. league 
You want the championship. Oh, oh I, was, I was wrong. Let me look. I'm there. I'm getting there. Loading. Louisville City. Okay, and, I get that. And with due respect, if you're if you want to pay homage, you do have to say Louisville because it's not Louisville or Louisville. Louisville. It's Louisville. <laughs> you know, it's like they try as hard as they can to make it one syllable. Yeah, like a um, bunch of peanut butter in your mouth when you're saying. Yeah, that. Louisville yeah. City SC, <laughs> Tampa Bay Rowdies. I should go down and see a Tampa Bay Rowdies game. You, you should come sometime, and we should do like a soccer tour, of like a Florida tour. Yeah, if so we like can both. find a if we can find a weekend where, um, like Inter plays on Sunday or Saturday, and um. It'd be like Orlando if, uh, plays on the opposite day. Yeah, and maybe it's like a Orlando Miami game. That could work, Stephen. This could work. Yeah, or Orlando Miami game that'll work too. Um, you know, there's an extra bedroom. It's gonna be great. You just, you know, it's gonna be awesome. Folks, Stephen keeps hyphen off this extra bedroom. So <laughs> yeah, it's, there aren't. You know, there's nothing sketchy about it. You know, Phil says it's all good. It's all above board. Um. So, you know, there's just an ice bath in there and a couple spare organs. But, you know, you've got <laughs> organs to spare. You don't need two kidneys. That's what he keeps telling me. That is but. true. That is what I heard. I can shoot you fine on one. <laughs> uh, Louisville City FC, Tampa Bay Rowdies, Memphis 901 FC, and the Pittsburgh Riverhounds are leading the Eastern Conference, yeah. while in the West, San Antonio FC, San Diego Loyal FC, Colorado Springs Switchbacks FC, and New Mexico United are the top four. Let me ask you this question, yeah. uh, Justin, and I think it's a good transition to our own team, which we want to talk about in a minute, because of course. I, they're a little guilty of this too. Uh, at one point, at what point does the FC or SC become parody at the end of the I think it's there. Um, isn't it yeah. like we're there, right? <laughs> I think it's us, and I think it's definitely Colorado Springs Switchbacks FC. <laughs> like oh, yeah. that that just um, broke. That broke yeah. everyone's brains. That's what made St. Louis City SC possible, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love, by the way, though, the switchbacks um logo and their team name and pretty much everything about it's like a color scheme yeah yeah um about them but just don't put the just don't put the fc on there there's something um, like romantic in me about like usl teams being in like colorado springs and like there's an omaha team and like a madison team like, like not quite real cities yeah know? i like kind of want to go watch them play <laughs> oh my god i'd love to watch i love colorado springs i would You'd love to go to a game there. Mm -hmm. So we'll hit one weekend. We'll hit inner right. Orlando and Colorado Springs, and we'll figure out how it's going to work. But okay. I do have an extra bedroom. I don't know. If you've, <laughs> I don't know. If you've we'll bring it. it. We'll bring it to Colorado. That's right. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, just so yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out the details. But um, the important things to note are mm -hmm. extra bedroom, Colorado Springs, enter extra bedroom, Orlando. Um, I see. SC, FC, SC, FC, enter Miami FC, FC. Uh, St. Louis Soccer, St. Louis, see, I can't even say St. Louis City Soccer Club. St. Louis City SC um, is, uh, they had their season ticket holders tour this week, uh, which is pretty cool because it means we have a stadium. It does. Uh, your father was in attendance, Justin. As he I was. Understand. Yeah, I understand. He was. Uh, your father, whose name is... 
Paul? No. Jeff. Oh, yeah. oh, so close. <laughs> so close. Paul was my dad's name. So, Four you letters, know, almost there. Just a, just a, just a random guess that right. what's a good dad's name and you say your own dad's name. Uh, what was Jeff's experience? I saw uh, him in a hard hat. Yeah, and a, a vest, I think he loved it. I think vest. he was ready to finish work on the stadium if they would have let him. <laughs> yeah, it looked was really fun. work in construction? I think it's almost done. I think it's just about done. Like my dad said that like they had a couple of the concourse is not finished yet, but the field and the stands and everything aren't finished. So it's like almost ready to hold events one of these days. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. I thought, um, yeah, I just thought it was cool that like you got to tour the stadium before it's like even held anything. You got to see your seats like that's I don't know. It's a little thing, I'm sure, but it just makes yeah. it so much more real. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I can't wait to catch a game there. Next I'm going to cry. I think I'm actually going to cry when it happens. Um, I might. It's pretty, ex- <laughs> it's pretty freaking exciting. Um, some city players have been playing for city two, which is pretty cool. Um, and apparently legal. Um, and they're now yeah. in second place behind Tacoma, uh, which is in Washington, Tacoma, yes. Washington. The I Sounders two if two. I look up Dakota, Tacoma, Washington, it is going to look immediately more interesting than any of the cities. Oh, yeah. Washington in up. general, if we yeah. could just have some love for Washington. And like Tacoma, yeah. I think, is like close to boom, like close to the actual mountains there, too. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah for sure. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of Toyota c- Tacomas. But... Ah. <laughs> Uh, I also love the Tacoma Rainiers, great baseball team mm-hmm. name. So, um, we're big yeah, fans of Washington. It's just all positive. It's all good yeah. stuff. Washington, you know, very good, very mm-hmm. beautiful state. Snoqualmie Falls, also, no. uh, also Washington. not enough sunlight for me to actually be able to live there. But yeah, that's true. But other than that, <laughs> Twin, Twin Peaks uh, was set mm-hmm. there. Twin Peaks, um, yes. You know, everybody's a big Twin Peaks fan. Very uplifting, family family friendly <laughs> show. I'd say don't go watch it with your kids, folks. If you don't want, but to do go that. watch it alone and preferably late at night. It will be mm. a good experience for you <laughs> as late as possible. Yes, uh, because I was exposed to Twin Peaks far too early in life uh, by my brother who i hope is watching this listening to this but probably isn't because it's soccer um and uh you know i've been scarred i've been scarred (laughs) by uh you know bob and and the the little dancing fellow and and the doppelgangers and the screaming and the blood and the murder so you know you all should be too um yeah i kind of love it and like it's probably because oh, I it's watch it. like show. I didn't watch it until college, so I think yeah. like I was I was in the right mindset. It's an amazing show. <laughs> I'm always really excited when I meet someone who's watched it. You know, like yeah. uh, in our age demographic, not to lump you with an old person like me, Justin. You are a little bit younger, but um, you know, in our general age range, in the you know 15 or so years that we yeah. were born in, um. But uh, yeah, if you like Stranger Things, folks, you're gonna like Twin Peaks, I tell you, and you're gonna like it because it is the same show. Um, (laughs) it's uh, yeah, if David Lynch directed Stranger Things, it'd be the exact same show. It's a pretty, pretty, (laughs) yeah. I can't, like, I don't know if Stranger Things has ever officially said, like, oh, yeah, we're heavily influenced by Twin Mm -hmm. Peaks, but I mean, they very quickly, yeah. Um, City two has our, or I guess not city two. We St. Louis city, city FC have one. also signed um, city two players, Josh Yarrow and Kyle Hebert uh, to MOS contracts. Not your little cousin yet, 
uh, no contract for him. No, I'm no sure contract for him. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm that sure contract's coming, coming. But if we right, talk about right, it enough right. on the podcast, I'm like, oh, maybe they'll hear it. Well, the, be like... this podcast has power. We are followed <laughs> by people in the organization. That's true. Uh, Hackworth did follow the podcast Twitter, so shout out yeah. to, to Hackworth. <laughs> That's right. So, um, and I'm sure he's listening. Um, I'm sure. So, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty exciting. We've got a little bit of a team here. Why don't you walk us through the roster? Yeah. That we so have of course right you have Robin Berkey as the goalkeeper number one. Yeah, uh, beloved by everyone, especially by everyone. former German uh, BBB fans. Yes, you know uh, Kyle Heber, Josh Yaro from the SCLC two team. Which, like, to say a little bit about that, I am excited that like they both that played pretty well, and in, in like obviously it's a league below and like you can run into trouble bringing in your entire usl roster like we saw cincinnati but like i think it's cool to at least give a couple of people who have obviously kind of earned the right to you know see if they can handle d1 soccer again so i'm excited about that joaquin nielsen uh so is it joaquin or joking it's joaquin right <laughs> yeah yeah okay. probably probably i can uh selmir pedro of course the bosnian young international uh tomas Oshak. Isaac Jensen, bringing out our midfield, Edouard Lewin and Jao Klaus, of course, our designated players who we'll see. I'm like still apprehensive on that. I think I need to see something before I like make up my opinion, like listening to, so I was listening to Allocation Disorder and they mm-hmm. both didn't seem necessarily thrilled about either of them, but like looking through it, if Jao Klaus is the Jao Klaus of the Austrian Wait, Bundesliga, allocation disorder has started talking about us. They did on the on the last episode. Steve. I need so, to go back and listen. So take a little listen. But they talked about Jao Klaus and how he only had you know six goal contributions last year, and like how that probably doesn't look great for his MLS projections. But uh-huh. like I yeah, I think there's definitely truth there. But if you look back to what he did at LASK, which Austrian Bundesliga, it's probably pretty similar to MLS in terms of quality. And he had a, a very good season. Um, I was looking it up beforehand. He had LASK 12 goals, four assists in 28 games. So, like, that's pretty solid for an MLS striker. He's a DP, but he's not making a ton of money, or at least like transfer, he wasn't a ton of money. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not too worried about him. I think we still probably need that signature yeah guy to like you know Sanctuary guy the, the big see what happens big... with the mls domestic free agents that will you know you're definitely going to be able to find some diamonds with that yeah agreed um but uh you know i think we're building a team and a unit and i think we're going to be better served for that than trying to put all our eggs in one basket and you know i would yeah. rather I'm, i'll be perfectly honest i would be happy being a mid-table team for a couple of years and trying to get better from there rather than being cincinnati you know yeah. like just and like just don't be an embarrassment right and you can look at you can like clearly see the direction that they're trying to like build a team in which i think is is very positive and like at least if you know we probably aren't a playoff team and at least if we're like struggling for a couple of years you can at least see the direction and the like process there yeah agreed um justin and we're close to wrapping up here uh excuse me um uh, when were you going to reveal to me that derek ray follows the podcast because derek, that seems does seems derek ray follow the podcast Why yes did I not know that <laughs> i don't know but he does when did i miss that derek ray followed us i don't know but you this is a groundbreaking information <laughs> i had to i had to look like two or three times like is this a fake 
check mark what uh what am i missing here did you tweet derrick ray sometime did you like i'm sure i i'm sure i quote tweet him at some point because obviously he tweets about bundesliga a lot and, and i looked i assumed that it was like i assumed maybe he was one of those guys that just follows back a lot of people not not really pretty selective I think, you know what i think it was too is like he's been with lutes on a couple of the like broadcasts so i think True. i must have been we must have tweeted something on that and derrick ray is like sure <laughs> yeah um Lutz is still that big that's the big follow we're trying to lock down you know right. we have locked we have locked in Jeff Borniker I just noticed as well so very exciting there um yeah. you're doing yeoman's shout work out, on this on my the Twitter over there listens um, to everything I put out ever yeah. <laughs> shout out you know what we need good parents shout out dads in general if we yeah, if we could put that shout exactly. out exactly pro show yeah speaking speak of the devil <laughs> Doug Peters also on here so shout out know, shout out dads yeah that's that's legit um but yeah you know it's uh it's getting real and that's that's really exciting we're like what six months away yeah. from Lutz got a SDL City mention on the Bundesliga ABC broadcast. So, like, we appreciate that also, you know, coming around the corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, I uh, I love this team, and it's not even a team yet. So imagine how we'll feel uh, when it is a team. <laughs> yeah. I'm just Shout like... Out- Shout this out week. also to our friends Bryant and me who are recording their 100th episode tonight as we speak. I mean, I think they're done technically as we speak, but um, still very exciting yeah. for them. Go go listen to them after you listen to us, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they've already listened to us if they're hearing this. So, you know, that, yeah, that actually kind of works. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, if you haven't heard this yet. Make sure you yeah. listen to us first. If you skip to the fifty second <laughs> minute to see what we were talking about, or whatever minute. Oh it man, is, you're not you're you're going to be in for a don't world you of change throughout the rest yeah. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if you skipped, you haven't even freaking heard about the extra bedroom yet. So like, right. go back, check it out. You have um, no idea of the hellscape that is Lester. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and you never will. Uh, that cover it, Justin. Are we? Yeah. Are we good? Are we I think so. I think we're good. We're on. We're on kind of a schedule now. I yeah. mean, you know, it counts. I know. I had I, to, I had to cut out a lot of the MLS All Star Game content. I know Stephen wanted to talk a lot about it, but I just I, I just wasn't feeling it. So you know, maybe a time down the road. Yeah. Um. I agree. Uh. <laughs> Anytime and anytime we can get in here, the torment he's due for is so extreme. Yeah, um, he's actually uh, writing a 1500 page report on the MLS All Star game right now. That's why, he's yeah, here. yeah, exactly. Uh, because, um, it's so good, it's everybody <laughs> loves the All Star game. Yeah, uh, before I embarrass myself anymore or pitch Justin any harder <laughs> on my extra bedroom, uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, go listen to Brian and me. Congratulations on their 100th episode. Derek Ray, if you're listening, uh, you're the voice I hear in my dreams. We love you uh, and good night. Adios. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets?
You'll never know if you don't go You'll never shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star Get your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star Get the show on, get paid Now wait till you get old.